0: Where did you
1: dig up that old
0: fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick some power converters.
1: That's no We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabunker and I'm Kenton Larson. I'm Kenton, I've recently watched again The Empire Strikes Back. It I was, saw. It was given on TikTok. It's not on TikTok? Yeah. About it? Yeah. I I grabbed it out of my bin, my home bin, which is now gone. I've I've gotten rid of the home bin because it collapsed under its own weight. Uh, Cardboard (laughs) is is not the best construction material and I kind of intended that to happen. I wasn't going to keep doing that forever. The thing about TikTok is you can't keep doing the same thing forever. People get bored of it, so you have to change it up and kind of do different things. And I've started, I actually have a new project on the horizon for TikTok. Uh, I'm not going to announce it here but but maybe by the time next next week uh, I will be able to tell you about my new TikTok project that's going to start in April. April 1st is my new. Dan, thing. And Dan, I have to say, I have to tell you tonight I
0: am going to do what I've been threatening to do on TikTok for some time now. I am going to reach into a garbage bin. Well, you'll see. You'll see. I can't wait. I can't wait to see <laughs> what happens there. <laughs> I have a, um, I have a punchline, I have a story, that's awesome. I have a I have a parody of other TikTokers that I see on there. Let's see how it
1: goes. I think it'll it'll probably be terrible. It'll be terrible, but I'm going to try it anyway. That's what TikTok's all about. That is exactly, you just encompass the whole experience. That's exactly right. Um, but I did watch Empire Strikes Back I did pull it out of my bin and it was nice to watch it again I, go, I have to say it was nice to watch it after seeing the Book of Boba Fett and all that stuff we saw with Luke and, and Grogu that like watching that scene when Luke training with Yoda that was very reminiscent and it just kind of brought that back to my heart which was nice Oh yeah. so that was great to watch it it's still an amazing film I feel like at this point it's almost like a bedtime story I know it so well like I can just repeat it beat by beat and I know exactly what's going to happen but it's so comforting when it does there's mm-hmm. a lot of great stuff in there. Oh, it's yeah, it's great. I love the palette. As I always say the color palette alone is a
0: wonderful thing. And I and I think that movie from for after I saw that movie as a as a younger person, I started really liking films with that kind of palette. It's funny. It's it sort of influenced my uh my love of 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 the kinds of films that I continue to enjoy to this day.
1: And I've got a bit of trivia here for you, e. Kenton. I just kind of noted this and I thought see push on the spot and see if you know the answer to this question. Who is Wedge's Gunner. What is the name of Wedge's Gunner in the Battle of Hoth? Uh,
0: Luke's is Dak. Yeah. Um, Wedge's is, uh, oh, hang on. It's coming back to me.
1: Uh, Jansen. Close. No, it's not Jansen. Is it, is it, oh, is it Jansen or Jackson? I wrote down Jackson. Oh,
0: I may, I could just think it's Jansen because uh, I thought he had a Mennonite Gunner. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a very, you know what? <laughs> Uh, one of us one of us has misheard it
1: all well, i mean it's a pretty it. it's a pretty uh a busy scene so there's a lot going on um and uh, my honestly when, uh, my favorite wedge line from that scene is yeah that got him or whatever he's like yeah that i got him that. i love that line anyway hang on all right i'm, look-
0: I'm looking i'm looking it up really all right, fast go ahead. um because i gotta know now i gotta know if i've misheard it all this time i'm gonna, I'm gonna is- look up it's Jansen. I was Janssen. right. Jansen. Okay, you got it. So you were right. J- good J- job. Wes Jansen. J A N S O N.
1: There we go. Very good. Cool. All right, let's get into this week's clickbait. Good job. What? The hell? What are
0: you talking about? What? Huh? Goodness gracious me! Oh, I, th- I was hoping you had more trivia questions
1: for oh, me. just the one. I'll do. Maybe I'll do that every week. Maybe I'll come up with one every week, and then we can. Oh, this make is that an we, ongoing you, bit. When I was a student at RRC. Polytech uh, that
0: then just called a uh, Red River college. Um, we used to do a joke segment on our radio show called ask Mr. Hockey. And the joke was that I don't know anything about hockey. And they would ask me trivia questions about hockey and I'd make up joke answers. So this would be, I, th- it, this sort of brought me back to that moment and I enjoy it. So please do.
1: Geez, Talking about intrusive advertising, something just played. That's the first rule is like not to. What's going on here? That's weird. Yeah. This rule like the, is like um, to not have anything autoplay on your computer. That's the worst thing you can oh. do to uh, somebody.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to, uh, at work in particular, <laughs> if somebody's at work, they don't want this thing bursting. What
1: the hell is going on? i just got to mute it. There you go. Okay. That's freaking annoying. So this week getting back to the clickbait. I can't, I don't know where we were or what I said. The clickbait line is I said this to you, I was pissed off at this one. Kathleen Kennedy and Eun McGregor's explanation of Obi-Wan Kenobi's mental state shows their complete lack of understanding about the Jedi. Every word of this title is capitalized, and I hate that. Um but and it shows and it really shows um uh shows the complete lack of
0: understanding on the part of this writer.
1: <laughs> that's <what it laughs> that's right. It yeah, does. well, it does. It does. It does uh, like, in more yeah. ways than more ways than one. Yeah. It is, of course, clickbait. But the the argument here is that because because in the in the uh, all the hype about Obi Wan, of course, there's lots of interviews with with you and this this again jumps off an interview with both Ewan McGregor and Kathleen. Separate interviews. They were not in the room together or anything like that. Completely taking out of context with each other. Like this is the thing I I hate most is that they take these random quotes and they put them all together and make it seem like it's a a thing they're all agreeing on or something like that. I don't like that. Um, and it even talks about the writer of the, of the show. They're just the point of this article is, say, is saying they don't know what they're talking about. It's going to be a crappy show. I think that's what this is implying. Do you agree?
0: Uh, no, I don't. I, I mean, yeah, they are implying that that's the, that that's going to be the case, but it's also, you know, how many thousands of articles are there like this where they're, you know, here's my understanding and why everybody else is wrong. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And, and um. The headline is supposed to get people to read it. It's supposed to create conflict among readers so that um, they stay on the page longer and maybe they write comments and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, I, uh, you know, I've stopped. I mean, the, the, the tragedy, not of Darth Plagueis, but the tragedy of this kind of article is that, um, is that it has ruined people's enjoyment of articles about Star Wars where everything now has to be some big... Um, here's, uh, 15 reasons why, uh, why Wedge was a stupid character to put in Star Wars or whatever. And you're just, you know, uh, why do we even need this? And same with this. It's just, um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm guessing the person who wrote this is maybe 15 years old.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, I think that it's, I don't see any spelling errors, so maybe not, but I'm just joking. I have a 15 year old son. I can make that joke. Um, Uh, Actually, he's a very good writer. Jack is a very good writer. The show's writer, Joe, this is quoting from the article now. The show's writer, Joby Harold stated, when we last saw Obi-Wan in the prequels, he's very emotional. There's a passion to him and we we get to see him again in A New Hope. He is a Zen master. All of these, these three different uh, interviews they're talking about, Ewan McGregor, Kathleen Kennedy, and Joby Harold are talking about the idea of Obi-Wan starting this series very emotional and conflicted and, and upset because his friend has died, because Anakin is, is gone, because he's lost. Everything is horrible has happened. He's like... At the end of *Revenge of the Sith*, it's just, even though the twins are born and we see the babies and everything, it's pretty shitty, right? It's not a great ending for for people. The Empire is taken over. The Empire is starting. It's not to be meant to be a, a happy ending. And so they're saying that's the state of Obi-Wan. He is he is conflicted. He is like, ah, he doesn't know what's going on. He's freaking out. And he's that. And he's also been charged with watching Luke. That's what they're setting up with this. This article says that's bullshit. He's not like this. They clearly show at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Listen, listen. First off, Harrow must have forgotten how Revenge of the Sith ends because Kenobi is not emotional at the end of the film. He is emotional following his duel with Anakin and leaving him to die in Mustafar. However, at the end of the movie, Kenobi is not emotional. He volunteers to watch over Luke Skywalker and then dutifully takes some training to learn how to commune with Qui-Gon Jinn assigned to him by Yoda. Well, first of all, we don't know that that was assigned to him. I think that's a breach, a, a reach there. But, um, yeah, this is just, like, come on. It's a scene in a movie. Like, he, ha- you want to be all freaking, he's a baby, man. Ah, you're, you, know, like, you want him to be, like, freaking out and, like... What, what do you want him to act like in a, that scene, right? A person's,
0: a person's mental state can be held within. <laughs> a person's emotions can there be held go. within. Especially so, a Jedi's. Right. Especially so guy, a Jedi's. This guy needs everything, like, needs an emoji to show, uh, show him how every, everybody's feeling at all times. Yeah yeah it's yeah it's so, absolutely without merit
1: oh well, this is i gotta continue this is hilarious so the whole idea that kenobi has to go from this passion in sith to zen master and a new hope is in all purposes a crock of crap <laughs> i've never heard that before they're not they don't want to use the the shit word they have to the essay word i guess maybe they like alliteration um it's made up it doesn't exist i think this article is made up and therefore doesn't exist i'm gonna close it now because i'm getting mad about it i know it's fra- it's <laughs>
0: But there's so much of this. There's so much I know, much of it. I it's know. Just,
1: and it's all on Flipboard too. Ugh, I've stopped Flipboard, using Flipboard. I pretty much stopped with that. Flipboard constantly feeds you that stuff. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Cuz they've learned how to game the system. Yeah. They've really learned how to game the system and this is what this is what drives the algorithm, right? The search terms, the 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 click I mean, I probably helped the Pro process by clicking on that article. Um, so I guess I'm I'm part of the problem. But I think that uh I like to look at them and really call them out to say, look, this is we should not, and then for people listening to this, like if you see something like this, don't click on it. I I'm telling you guys so you don't make our mistake, I guess.
0: There, I've I've also noticed there's been um a real pile of articles lately about this fan favorite character may be showing up in Obi-Wan. And I'm like, okay, let's have a look. And it's like, it's always something like, uh, you know, Lieutenant Smith from Heir to the Empire uh, chapter six uh, is going to like come walking through the hallway at some point. And you're like, okay, I can't believe. And of course, because they want you to keep reading, they don't just say in the lead, um, a character, a, a bit part in Heir to the Empire may be an Obi-Wan. They don't say that in the lead. They say, they repeat what's in the headline they make you read all the Mm -hmm. way down it's like the reverse way you're supposed to write an article because it makes people stay on the page longer and um and then you get to the end and it's like a big empty nothing when you get there so Mm -hmm. yeah there's so
1: much of it and this is i think another example of it moving on to our main topic for today's podcast the casting news we got uh last week for the mandalorian season three kentis why don't you let us know what it is um, it's that uh, Christopher Lloyd is going to be on the show. So that it's is yet another great. Hollywood legend. Um, I don't, I don't say a ton of Hollywood legends have been involved at this point, but we're going to see more. And we predicted this when, As soon as we saw like at least some well-known faces get involved with this show early on, right? Even Horatio Sands, not a huge name, but once you start recognizing his faces, that's and then we've seen so many examples of that. Um, lots, so of lots, lots of comedians. Lots of comedians. Yes, that seems to be the uh, connection. Lloyd's an actor. He's not a comedian first, no, but, but a comic
0: actor. I mean, known as a comic sure. actor a lot of the yep. time, right? Yeah, very much so. Uh, so. Taxi, um, Back to the Future. And he was in Winnipeg recently uh, with Bob Odenkirk shooting Nobody. So, which uh,
1: I just saw yeah. way too recently. I didn't watch that until way after it came out, but I will say that um, he looked like he was having a blast on that movie. Mm-hmm. It's fun. an interesting character. It's a fun character. It's a whole, the whole premise is really fun. And uh, yeah, he, he was like, he's, I mean, I don't know I can't remember how camera hole he's in the seventies or eighties, I guess he's getting up there, but he is really still uh, active, I think. And he'll be good to see in this. I'm excited.
0: Do you? Th- uh, does this article tell us, guess at who he'll be
1: playing oh you better believe it does kenton i actually haven't read this yet so this is from inverse i'll link to it below
0: this is which which obscure character from *Heir to the empire is he supposed to be? this is
1: probably going to follow your formula exactly what you just said (laughs) is going to be in this so here's the headline another clickbait headline christopher lloyd's mandalorian season three character could set up a pivotal storyline and then the subhead, the Mandalorian has never been afraid of pulling from Star Wars past, but could a 40-year-old oh. comic be an inspiration? Well, you've just answered your own question there, buddy. Like <laughs> <He's> <laughs> play, is, So let me get this straight. He's playing Jax the bunny? Ah, oh, yes. He will voice Jax the bunny. Oh, that's for sure. I can totally see that happening.
0: Boy, by the way, this has been a podcast of Jackson and Jansen. I'm just going to point out. There we go. Well, I on. think that's got to
1: be the name is of the episode. Jackson? Then. Is the bunny Jackson? Yeah, Jackson with two X's, right? Right. Yeah. And Jansen, and Jansen with two N's.
0: No, no, it's J A N S O N according S-O-N. to Wikipedia. Okay, yeah.
1: well, I will, I will uh, change that. But that will be the. So he is
0: title. he is Mennonite,
1: Jansen. <laughs> okay, good. It's good. I mean, he's, he's dependable. It means he's dependable. He got, I mean, it was, right. a, it was a good shot. He like, was a nice shot, Jansen. That, that was the line. Great I was going shot, of. Jansen. Great shot. Yeah, I thought it was Jackson. Okay, so here's the, so they're saying that Christopher Lloyd's mandolin, and nobody knows what the character is. Basically, they just announced that he's part of the cast, right? There was nothing else official coming from it, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, there nothing. So we have here a a vague, here's the, I'll just, I won't read the whole thing, but the opening Mando rarely works alone. Although the bounty hunter began as a lone wanderer, picking up odd jobs and bringing, bringing targets in warmer cold. He's become quite the team player from fog lady, helping him fight off a bunch of ice spiders to. A huge team up in the season two finale that brought together Bo-Katan, Boba Fett, and even Cara Dune didn't jar in. Understand sometimes you even, oh my God, I can't even read this out loud. It's way too long. Is this all one sentence? Oh no, there was a second. No, there's two sentences. Sorry, there's a period right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, from blank. My favorite. From blank to blank. We
0: blank, blank, blank yes oh, and all and, and you're exactly scenario.
1: right this is all this is is a recap of everything yeah. in the mandalorian there's nothing here that says anything about christopher Lloyd or anything about what this article actually says it's about right it's background, so right there it's background disguised as a lead exactly exactly what you said was going to happen right so i'm going to so start i going to move this over a little bit so i can see it um <laughs> yeah, and then again go. but there could be a could there could another alley be on the horizon for mando one who's from the 1980s in more ways than one oh my god this fan theory suggests this that and then i'm going i'm not gonna continue reading this because it's awful the writing a fan horrible.
0: theory can't suggest i mean a fan theory is a fan theory and it drives me nuts how um and it's true a fan theory can suggest something but a fan theory does not reveal anything and by the way
1: i don't know why it's not showing up in the article but here and i'm like when i just googled christopher lloyd this showed up Top search results. Mandalorian scene three theory. Christopher Lloyd will play spoilers. There's no spoilers in that because this is all theory. And as you've said many times, theory is not spoilers, right? So there's another reason why, um, you know, how you know it's clickbait. So now this is suggesting basically that, um, what is this saying here? Let's get to the point here. What the hell? This is from a comic book. Oh, it's talking about. Hold on. Let me, let me just, so you can't, you have to I guess the whole point is you have to keep doing this. Oh. Like the, the advertiser probably loves all this scrolling back and forth. I mean, he must be really interested in, in my, um, right. Oh, there it Bell is. Samsung galaxy. S20. Oh my God. They're advertising my phone to me, Kenton. They're advertising the exact same phone to me that I already own, that I just bought it a knows. month ago. Idiot.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. It knows I, by the way, I saw the character's name, uh, lower down. Oh, okay it's way near the end tabby some or toby Tabby, tabby Dala.
1: yeah i'm just trying to find okay so it's taught yeah right here could loy yeah. could very well be playing toby doll in an adaptation of star wars number 68 to 69 non-canon comics published in <laughs> marvel comics in the 1980s That's so what I'm there's... talking about <laughs> So, uh, it's exactly what you said. Exactly what you you predicted it without even seeing this article. They're all they all follow this style, and yeah. uh, you know, one
0: fan theory says, and and the fan theory probably comes from the writer. Let's be honest. Right?
1: Well, exactly. It's like how can we? And that's the. Um, so I'm gonna stop the share here. We don't need to look at that anymore. So that that's what drives this, is, is like people just thinking of, okay, what's what's a th- wild and crazy theory? Like one fan theory, it's like who's fan, like where are you linking to this? Where are you seeing this? No, you just came up with it. So it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. And, that, and oh, yeah, like it's it's I mean,
0: what I love about it is I mean, we work in a program where they teach journalism. And I mean, if I were teaching journalism, then I'd have to say, like, here's how to teach, here's how to write an article. And then you would show them the lead, and then the background, and then the quote, and then as you go down, the story gets less important. And I'd say this is how you write clickbait, and you just reverse everything. You put the you lead whole, at the you bottom. You have a whole
1: course, a whole course dedicated yeah. to clickbait writing. I'm sure that would be a that would be a popular elective if we offer that as an elective in our program.
0: Yeah, and and um, search engine optimization is part of that. And search engine optimization hates bullshit. Like one of the one of the rules of search engine optimization is act normal publish things the way normal people publish them and this kind of writing is not normal it's abnormal i agree an attempt to keep people
1: there longer yeah it sucks it's it's kind of a shitty way to, to do this so unfortunately it's just the reality of it uh but what do you think overall about the christopher lloyd news are you excited about it well
0: christopher lloyd is wonderful he might have a one second role in this thing i mean that's always the thing you have to keep in mind with um mandalorian with star wars casting news these days unless a name a big character name is attached to it like if they said uh, uh benedict cumberbatch is playing thrawn that would be a whole other ball game <laughs>
1: that's for... a that's a fan requested one everybody wants that right
0: but he said he wouldn't do it because he hate, He wouldn't want to want to go through the blue makeup and and uh if that's the only objection i say we hold them down and apply the blue paint now yeah let's let's get them used to it um but uh, Christopher Lloyd um, is a wonderful actor. He's a character actor. Is he likely to be paying, playing a big role? Probably not. It wouldn't surprise me if he said, welcome to Doc Brown's droid shop or something like that. And they walked in and he bought a droid off him and we never see him again. It could be something like this. Yeah, he could be like the watermonger
1: in the, in the last season of the Book of Boba Fett. Right. Um, what's his name? Right. Is that?
0: Uh, that was uh, Jimmy James Jimmy from James, yeah. uh, News Radio. Whatever his real <laughs> always,
1: name is, I think I always think of all the characters he plays. Yeah. I was going to say it was the man in the High Castle. Like I just think of all these different yeah. things he does, not the actual name of the actor. So I apologize and one, for that.
0: And as I always say, I like to call him Jimmy John, which is the U.S. restaurant. And no. I, for
1: some, I, I think
0: I called him that for maybe thirty years before I realized <laughs> that was not that <laughs> character's name. Just like just like Jackson and Jansen, same, uh, same
1: kind of thing. Yeah, They're I think you're right. I think things. it won't be a major. Like it, I mean. There's two options. It's either he's a bit part just for the season or he's a major character that comes on. And it really either is likely, although I would say more likely that he's a bit character... Part given his age. Um, I think everybody in Hollywood who loves Star Wars wants to be as part of this show. So we're going to see more of these yeah. little cameos, these little parts. Um, as these all these series continue, they're going to try and work them in wherever they can. And we just have to get used to it. Like I, I was kind of, again, it used to throw me off a bit when I saw this kind of stuff. But now it's just like, well, you know, so what? It's, it's, they're actors. They're actors. They're playing a role. They're doing a good job of it. Right there, there's nothing. I wouldn't yeah. complain about any of the, the uh, performances in any of these shows. Like they're all good actors, so I'm I'm excited to see what happens. But I, I don't think it's going to be anything. I don't suspect they're going to do anything specific to any other movie. Like I don't. <sighs> someone said that there was a. I guess it was a reference to Jurassic Park in the episode with, um, uh, Amy Sedaris, the one person whose name we can remember, uh, Amy's not Amy Sedaris, Sude- Amy Sedaris, Amy uh. Oh my god, uh, Amy uh, Sedaris, um there was a part where she gets grabbed and like dropped and it was kind of like out of supposed to be like Jurassic Park when the guy gets dragged across the crate or whatever. And it was because the director was, um, was Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard who was in Jurassic world. Right. And I'm like, I guess that was that I don't, I didn't really see it that way. And I don't care if that's was like, maybe she did that, but I think it's a pretty tenuous. And maybe it's like another yeah. one of those clickbaiters going, "Yeah, that's what it is," and just writing up that article, clickbait article. But that doesn't seem like it might like that's what that is.
0: Yeah, you know, big actors in Star Wars used to throw me too. Um, and I remember when the prequels came out, I I, I thought, "What well, Liam Neeson? We all know him. We all know uh, Natalie and Martin, Ewan Mcgregor." You know? I thought about but Ewan yeah. Mcgregor. I'm
1: like, "It's really? the guy from Train Spotting yeah. He's a heroin addict." Like, yeah, we, we all this know. Guy? Yeah,
0: we know all these actors. This doesn't seem right. But then when you think back to A New Hope. There was Alec Guinness in there, who's one of the biggest actors of all time, just not as well known to kids. Yeah. Peter Cushing, same thing, like, uh, you know, star of countless horror films and whatever else. He shows up in lots and lots of uh, I think movies. that was
1: part of the, why the movie was successful. It got the buy-in from the older generation because of the actors right. and the younger kids just love the space and the, and the the lasers and stuff. Like, it, it appealed to everybody, but for all these different reasons. And yeah, you're right, yeah. Those, were, those were big names. But yeah, we didn't know who they were as kids. I don't
0: think there was any actor who I recognized when I saw a New Hope as a nine-year-old kid. I don't think there was anybody in there That made me go this is acting this is an actor who's been hired to play a role and it was only when let me think when was our first probably phantom menace probably phantom menace because i even remember being a kid for empire strikes back and seeing billy d williams i was just uh, thinking about
1: billy d williams like he did a lot of cold 45 ads like i saw him on tv a lot in those ads he influenced
0: (laughs) more kids in the 80s to try cold 45 (laughs) than anybody because even as a kid, I remember seeing those ads and going, Lando Calrissian says this stuff's good. I want to know what he's talking about. I'd like to try this stuff. <laughs> Me
1: too. So, I did too. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes.
0: It yeah. actually works that way. You're not allowed to do that in Canada. Anymore, <laughs> I don't even know Pisa. we
1: had cold. Were we, was that even available in Canada? I don't even know. That might have been Oh, yeah, spillover. I'm sure it was. Oh, okay, well. I oh, I'm sure it was. But, but I was never able to yeah. try it, unfortunately. Never did try cold 45. Um, well, all of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're you right. know,
0: and, and our first probably every kid's back in the day. Their first um, time doing that was Popeye watching Popeye eat spinach and get strong. And you're like, "Mom, I like spinach." And then Mom makes spinach. You're like, "This is terrible." Are you kidding me? Like, no thanks. <laughs> that's 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 one of the first times I remember. Right. When, but, I, hey, when it I worked. Got gotcha, to try do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it Absolutely. did not. I did not ever try cold forty-five. I have to say, I've never had it, but. Yeah. There's a first time for everything. Maybe on the on an upcoming Star Wars Nerds, we should uh, try some Cold 45.
1: Maybe we should. I should see if it's there. Yeah. Okay, before we go, I have one more. I just I'm going to start doing this at the end of every podcast cuz so many so many things happen After we're done, right? This is, I don't know, we're going to call this this a new segment where where I'm just going to Google Star Wars news and see what comes up. And uh, this is uh, just something that came up when I Google Star Wars news from Gizmodo. I'll link to it below. Star Wars Fallen Order's broken lightsaber is swinging into Galaxy's Edge. Cal Kestis, voice actor Cameron Mm Monaghan, visited Disneyland for this collectibles announcement. So we have a see here, a photo of, uh, I guess this is the actor... It looks like a CGI. I mean, they do it so good these days. I yeah. guess it's supposed to be an actor with his lightsaber, but this is a lightsaber from the from the game that we both played, right? Fallen Order. Yeah. And I keep meaning to come back to it. I do want to come back to it because uh, that droid. We saw the droid in um, in Book of Boba Fett, right, with with uh, Amy Sedaris. Mm-hmm. So that kind of reminded me of it. I do want to kind of come back into this world and play around with it and see what it's like a second time around. But this is just a toy at, business, at Disney Parks. This is all this is. So you can you can um, let's see here. Uh, previously, Disney Parks have listed fans to vote on legacy lightsabers they'd like to see offered at Galaxy Edge on both coasts. The Fallen Order favorite one, and collectors will soon be able to add Cal's to their collections. So I guess they offer different lightsabers. This is like, how much is this going to be? Gives a little backstory on Cal Kestis. So even this is a better article than the other one because it actually gives information that I that's yeah. relevant. Uh, it doesn't say how much it is. Currently on sale, display and on sale. Why can't they tell me how much it costs? What do you think how they much should. it costs? A couple hundred bucks at least, right? Yeah, Look at that probably. detail. Yeah, there's good detail in there, like a, the wires coming. It's broken. It's a broken lightsaber. Huh. So some for some reason they talk about it in the article. I'll link to it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I mean, I I probably would never buy it. Um, I, I it's cool that they're kind of keeping this alive. I suspect we're gonna see this character back in other stuff. Hey, this Cal Kestis character.
0: Yeah, I, I I think it's bound to happen. I personally would never play the game again just because of the travel. The the, the <laughs> The inability to travel, uh, right. once you visited a place, um, is so frustrating. Although I did, I finished the game. I did yep. it, but, um, boy, it's, I it's just, fra- it is. it is
1: You guys have to retrace yeah. your steps and it's, fra- yeah, it's repetitive. You trying to get it? out of a
0: planet, trying to get yeah. out of there. Yeah. And you're like, there's my ship right over there. I can see it. How, how do I jump, run and jump and grab onto something so I can <laughs> climb up it's just endless yes and and, uh and uh and even see you're supposed to be picking up those tokens i guess as you go along and then seeing one way up at the top of some room you're in and just going how do i get that and the answer is you can't get it until you go finish another planet come back to this planet with your new thing to climb up there to get it oh my goodness It's, it's 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 uh and and um later in the game you unlock some abilities to be able to move a little a little more free uh through the game but even then it's still it doesn't really free you up as much as you probably use you think it might
1: yeah yeah it's and then, well the thing is when i go back through it a second time all that stuff's gonna be unlocked so i'm gonna be able to access yeah. those things so that's kind of what i want to see is what they intend for us to do with our rep- repeated um play now yeah. i do think they could fix that i think they could fix that that glitch like, like not they could install a travel system in a in an update or something i'm sure they could do that like that those save points that you um you know the little jedi temple save points that could be your travel point right that why can't you just exactly right
0: That could be be. it
1: so i think someone should i don't know whoever made that game come on get on it
0: well i mean that's the i mean
1: there's lots of good stuff in that game including the story made the game doesn't surprise me
0: yeah the story's good in the game there's lots that's good in that game that i really enjoyed but that is the one thing that uh ruins the replayability of the game Mm -hmm. and and imagine if all of those um jedi temple points once you once you are save points if um if you got to a certain part of the game if they just unlocked them so you could travel Mm -hmm. that just would be a very nice touch and feature and you could and even as a feature you could turn off if you didn't want if you like the trying to find your way back you should be able to shut that off but right exactly yeah, yeah but it is frustrating
1: Coming back to the article here, it says, the version lightsaber that's on sale is based on when Cal acquires the lightsaber after it was damaged and only able to emit a single blade. You can switch it up as if it comes with a dual lightsaber adapter so you can recreate the original double bladed design if you buy an additional hilt, of course. Oh. So, you know, always got to buy up all the stuff and, and just for those people who love to spend their money at Disney World. Your uh, action figure is sold separately. That's right. Well, you become the action figure, right? This is right. making yourself the action figure is what this is all about. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. Cool. Very nice. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vettobunker. I'm Kenton
0: Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. I'm taking an awful risk later. This had better work. Where did you dig up that old fossil? You my That's moon. Mm, now I am the master TK four two one, you come. Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power.